Yeah, no, so it's wonderful um, to be with you. Um, so when I was thinking about uh, what I was going to share this morning, I didn't quite have like a Nigel experience. I, I didn't wake up in the middle of the night, have this crazy work. Um, <laughs> maybe, maybe it will happen next time. But no, thank you for sharing that. Though. That was really encouraging. Um, but as I was yeah, thinking about uh, and praying, kind of, God, yeah, what, what do you want me to kind of share this morning? Weirdly, the word that kind of came to mind was fear. So not the most positive word, I'll be honest, for Sunday morning. Um, but yeah, it was that word fear and the idea of the spirit of fear. Um, and kind of the question that I kind of had for myself was, yeah, am I kind of living out of a spirit of fear or am I actually living kind of out of God's spirit? Am I focusing on what God is calling me to or am I kind of, yeah, constantly kind of wrapped up in the things that I'm worried about? Maybe, yeah, um, in my life, those big and small decisions. So, uh, the particular text I'm going to look at is the beginning of um, 2 Timothy. Um, but before doing that, I'm just going to pray for us all. Heavenly Father, um, yeah, I just bless you for this morning. Lord, I bless you again, yeah, for the opportunity to, to worship you, Lord, to sing your praises. Um, I thank you for the way that you've already spoken to us this morning. Lord, for the fact that you do heal, Lord, that you do bless us um, with, yes, yeah, just so many good things, Lord. And um, yeah, we just... Um, we lift our, our hearts before you, God, and um, I just really pray, uh, yeah, that we'd, including me, Lord, that um, we'd all just actually have our ears open to hear what you have to say to us uh, this morning. Amen. Amen. Um, so I'm going to read from the NIV, um, and it's just uh, 2 Timothy, chapter 1, uh, verses 1 to 7. So they say this, Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus, by the will of God, according to the promise of life that is in Christ Jesus. To Timothy, my dear son, grace, mercy and peace from God the Father and Christ Jesus our Lord. I thank God whom I serve, as my forefathers did, with a clear conscience, as night and day I constantly remember you in my prayers. Recalling your tears, I long to see you, so that I may be filled with joy, I have been reminded of your sincere faith, which first lived in your grandmother, Lois, and in your mother, Eunice, and I am persuaded now lives in you also. For this reason, I remind you to fan into flame the gift of God, which is in you through the laying on of my hands. For God did not give us a spirit of timidity, um, or other versions say fear. So God did not give us a spirit of timidity or fear, but a spirit of power of love and of self-discipline or a sound mind, self-control. So what's kind of going on here? Um, So you have these two people, these two characters. You have Paul. um, And when I think about Paul, it seems like every... He was one of those people that, like, everything he did, he did to the extreme. So he almost reminds me of, like, Jose Mourinho. He was just kind of maniacal, you know. He was just kind of... Whatever he was focused on, he was... Yeah, he was doing it to the extreme when he was persecuting Christians, he was totally going for it when he was in the church. Again, like he was totally, he, was, he, was, he seemed like he was one of those people. Um, but when we look at Timothy from other bits that um, we see in the Bible about him, actually it seems like Timothy was a bit like kind of a, a timid person. You could kind of call him Timid Timothy. Um, he, was, uh, he was half Greek and half Jewish. Um, so when he first started getting involved with the church, people kind of questioned, does this person really have the full authority that someone like Paul does? Because he's not really like totally Jewish. Um, and also he doesn't, and he, he was a bit young, um, and he didn't necessarily have that same kind of authority. 
So what Paul wants to do is, Paul really wants to encourage him. He wants to, like, from different uh, letters that Paul writes to Titus, you know, he's like, you know, Titus, you're doing a good job, just go for it. But with Timothy, actually, yeah, he's trying to encourage him. He's trying to build him up. Um, And and you can see, um, as we kind of just look through the verses, that, um, that he does that in a couple of different ways. First of all, he kind of, in verse 2, he says that Timothy's like his beloved son. Um, and I know, for example, yeah, when my dad wants to encourage me, I always feel like it's kind of going somewhere. There's always a reason. Um, obviously, I live in Norwich at the moment, but I feel like he just, he builds up all these jobs for me to do, like over the months when I come back, take things to the loft, go with him to the skip. And I'm thinking, did you just randomly, yeah, realise this morning that you wanted me to do this stuff? But, um, and so, but, uh, but yeah, so, so my dad will encourage me in order to maybe sometimes try and get me to do things. Um, and similarly, uh, Paul is saying in verse 3 that he's praying for him day and night. He's basically praying for this guy all the time, praying the best for him. Um, and then also he reminds him in verse 5 that actually Timothy comes from like a line of faith. So like there's, there's a call on Timothy's whole life, actually from his grandmother, his mother, and even like up to now. So kind of just reminding him like of the journey that God has taken him through. And why is he doing that? He does that because in, in verse 6, he says, Paul says this to Timothy, For this reason I remind you to fan into flame the gift of God which is in you through the laying on of my hands. So it seems like Paul really wants Timothy to continue to grow in his faith, to grow in his gifts. Um, I think we've all been given lots of different gifts. Obviously, some, some of us have been given musical gifts. I only played the recorder twice, so I wasn't necessarily given that gift. Um, but, but if you have those musical gifts and that's what God has given to you, he wants you to fan that into flame. If you can speak to people, if you can encourage others, if you want to take care of other people, whatever that gift is, it seems like, yeah, Actually, God really wants us to build ourselves up in our gifts, um, to not kind of let them lie dormant, to not let them die. Um, and, yeah, as some of you may know, this, as I said, these, this, since last July, so these last couple of months, I've been serving full-time in my church, the church that I go to in Norwich. Uh, before that, for about three years, I was working in the legal industry, um, and that was never something I loved doing. That was ne- not... In many ways, I'm not sure if it's necessarily what I'm totally gifted at doing. It was always a bit of a struggle. Um, But but I'd never really taken the time to really think about what God was calling me to, actually, the type of person that um, God had made me. Uh, My journey of faith kind of began probably when I was uh, 18. Even though I'd always gone to church, I was never that involved. I was never that interested. I didn't really go to youth groups and stuff like that. I I just thought it was irrelevant. Um, but I went to yeah, a place called Keele University, which is in Staffordshire, and one night I just, um, I just got the sense that actually God wasn't happy with the way I was living my life. I'd never had that feeling before. Not to say I was like, yeah, I'm very self-righteous, but I, I thought that, yeah, I wasn't doing anything too bad. Um, but that feeling just wouldn't go away. Uh, so I just started to read the Bible for myself. And from then, my life really kind of turned around. Um, so I could sense, just like Timothy... Um, actually, yeah, God was obviously leading me towards him. He was leading me in that direction. And when I kind of actually look back at people in my family, actually, yeah, they, like, I could see that the Holy Spirit was really, yeah, really directing my path. Um, I tried to just serve in lots of different ways. 
I used to do a radio show at university. It was probably quite bad now, looking back on it. Um, <laughs> but, I, but I tried to do that for my kind of Christian union, tried to do a radio show for them. Um, I tried to help to yeah, lead um, little bit of Bible studies that we had, even though I didn't really know anything, because I just felt like I need to do something. Um, but at that whole time, I was still studying law, so I never really, again, I just didn't take the time, because I thought, actually, um, I thought, God, I'm probably not the right type of person. I'm probably not the type of person who's meant to serve you with all the time. I'm not one of those kind of, yeah, church people. I kind of felt like there was me and there was church people and we were in two different categories. Um, and sometimes we can feel that, even about the, the things that God has gifted us in. Sometimes we can feel like, actually, no, you know what, I'm not good enough. Actually, I'm a bit fearful. Actually, I don't want to fan those things into flame because, well, I don't want to fail, maybe. Um, but I think, yeah, fear um, and timidity are the things that will often stop us. And it seems like that's what was stopping Timothy. So um, when we look at, when we kind of look at the uh, verse 7, which is the kind of main verse that was kind of on my heart in my mind, that says, For God did not give us a spirit of timidity, or spirit of fear, but a spirit of power, of love, and of self-discipline, or of a sound mind. So in... Uh, about two, 2017, which is crazy, that's nearly two years ago now. Well, it is two years ago. Oh, terrible maths. Um, but yeah, 2017, um, I, I was coming towards the end of, uh, end of my time, the two-year job I had in Norwich, where I was training to be a solicitor. Um, and I kind of, I was really sensing that God was pushing me in a different direction. But actually, I wasn't quite clear, and I'm still kind of trying to figure it out. Um, on, on what ultimately he's calling me to do. But I knew he wasn't calling me to stay in the, the job that I was doing. He wasn't calling me to kind of stay in the legal industry, um, which was quite tough. And I tried not to tell anyone, especially my parents, that, like, that, was, that, that that's kind of what I felt. And, um, and I felt like I was kind of coming to a crossroads because at, in, in the summer of 2017, I was going to qualify. Um, and so obviously where I was working, very kind of them, they, they offered me a, a job there. Um, for more money than, I, than I'd ever made before. And I thought, wow, well, I'd be stupid. I would be a fool not to take this. Um, and then I was getting emails. I, I think, I, you know, it's strange. I guess they're just looking for lawyers. I think maybe a lot of us are kind of dropping out, and maybe that's why they're constantly looking for lawyers. Um, but I was, yeah, getting emails, people kind of asking me, oh, do you want to maybe like, look at this job in Cambridge that's dropped back in Essex? And, um, but, I, but I knew that God was pushing me in a particular direction. I knew that he really wanted me to... Um, to take some time out, actually to seek him, to kind of seek his will for my life. So I, so I felt like I was coming to that crossroads. Um, but there were two different options. There was kind of maybe the option to, um, to approach it with fear or the option to maybe actually approach it in the way that God might want me to, um, through his spirit. And I think even here in a way, Timothy is, Timothy is kind of at a crossroads. Um, you can tell in this verse. He's, because Paul is saying to him, for God didn't give us a spirit of timidity. So he's essentially saying, like, God, isn't, God doesn't give us a spirit that, that makes us run away, that makes us flee. So that's what um, that word is, timidity. When I was looking at it, it's, well, it to me it looked like, um, looked like Delia. It looked like the name uh, Delia. So it's, but it's like Delia in the Greek. Um, and what it basically means is the spirit of cowardice. So um, the spirit that makes someone run away. So, for example, if I was, yeah, to get up here, look a bit nervous, and I was just suddenly to bolt for the door, that would be like that spirit of Dina. That's not the spirit that God has given us. But it seems like Timothy, as I said, he's, he's, he's a timid 
person. That's his personality. So does that mean um, that when, like, when God speaks to us and he says that he hasn't given us a spirit of fear, does that mean that God wants us all to be like Paul, to just be, you know, like maniacs, to be running around, knocking on doors, shouting at people, whatever it is um, God has gifted you to do? Does that mean that he wants you to kind of, yeah, do it to the extreme, just go wild, be loud? Um, people might not believe it, but I don't think I'm naturally a, a loud person. I think when I was, when I was younger, I was a, yeah, a lot more quiet. Um, and, and so w- when I was given opportunities to speak, um, to speak to people, to do things, I would think, oh, well, that's not quite, you know, that's not quite me. Actually, that's not quite my personality. But what I think God calls us to is a, a boldness, actually, rather than loudness. Um, so God calls us to be bold, actually, in the decisions that we make, in the life that we lead, in the way that we speak to people. Um, and I think, actually, yeah, God is, God then, also, I felt like he was calling me to be bold, not necessarily, yeah, to be loud or to be crazy, but actually to take that step out. So to take that step away from um, what I was used to into something a little bit more uncertain. Um, I was reading a commentary, and I love this. Um, it, the language is a bit old, but um, there's there one commentator that said, the Holy Spirit is no spirit, be it remembered, that works cowardice in men or women. So the Holy Spirit... Doesn't, doesn't work cowardice in us. Um, it doesn't, doesn't make us afraid. Uh, yeah, the Holy Spirit actually gives us the freedom, the freedom to make choices, the freedom to make the right choices um, for him. So when I, when I yeah, look at verses, I, I, I often I try and get a picture, I try and get like some kind of image in my mind that helps me actually to, yeah, to make it make sense, um, to try and yeah, actually make this verse come alive so I can live it out a bit more freely. Um, so the image that came to me was actually that of, of, of like, it made me think that like our calling is almost a little bit like a, it's almost like a little bit like a pinata, right? So, so whatever you are called to, and Nigel, could I get your help to do this? I've been thinking about where to hang this for a good half an hour, and I haven't really made a decision. But oh, I need to get rid of the rest of the string. If you, if you, that's what I do think. I think that's a fantastic idea. No, you grab that. Um, so, yeah, so I, I feel like, <laughs> if I put it through this way, no, this should work. Um, let's have faith. Oh, wow, that's a long bit of street. Yeah, yeah. So, if you can, yeah, does that, does that feel secure to you? Yeah, I can hold that. Oh, tremendous. Okay, right. So, um, <laughs> so I feel like you're calling, which, again, which could be, um, yeah, which doesn't necessarily need to be a, a different job. I've really realised that through this year. God has really like, made that clear to me. Your calling could just be to serve your family, to serve your friends, like, to serve in your community, um, just to pray for people, to serve in this place. Um, whatever that is, it's what, you're, it's what you're gifted to do and what you love to do. Um, and God wants to fan that into flame. But obviously there are lots of different ways that we could approach our calling. Um, and Cheryl, if you give me a hand. Thank you so much. Um, I have to take my glasses off, actually. So, you can, you can approach your calling kind of in the spirit of fear, I've realised. Yeah, there we go, that's nice and tight. Thank you so much. Aren't these guys doing a wonderful job, by the way? Can we just give them a moment, please? So, so you can um, approach your calling in a spirit of fear. And so, if, if, you're, if you're doing it in a spirit of fear, I mean, you just have no idea where you're going. 
Um, you don't know what you're doing. Um, actually, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I have that sense already. Thank you so much. Okay, yeah, right. So, yeah, so p- other people have to direct you, like, when you're, when you're living in a spirit of fear. And at this moment in time, I really don't want to move. I don't want to go anywhere. Um, and that spirit of fear does constrict us. Um, it keeps us from actually seeing what our calling is um, and, and what we need to do. Are people this way? Yeah. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> okay, right. But um, actually, I think what God's calling us to do is to actually take off or get rid of that spirit of fear, um, that spirit that doesn't allow us to see where we're going. Um, and instead, I think God wants us to pick up the spirit of power, love and self-control. So God wants us to pray for that Holy Spirit um, that gives us power and love and self-control and that enables us to actually go after our calling. Now, I've never actually, hello, broken a piñata in my life. So I don't know how difficult this this is. Um, So if this doesn't work, it doesn't mean the Holy Spirit doesn't work. That's not the point. Um, But yeah, so so I think God wants us to kind of... Do you just go through the middle? Does that... Oh, mate. Okay. What... What? Oh, no, no. <laughs> okay, I'll try to illustrate it. Okay, right, yeah. So, um, oh, oh, I don't, oh, that's kind of dented it, though. Okay, right. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, <laughs> yeah, so, um, so, yeah, so let's say that this works. Let's pretend this works. Um, so, yeah, so the Holy Spirit. Um, enables us to actually attack our calling, okay, to get after it, and then also to get the blessings that come from it. Amazing. Yeah. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, you actually can. Um, <laughs> um, and, and the wonderful thing that happens, I think, when we actually, when we do that, when we live in the spirit, um, when, we, when we actually use the, yeah, exactly, we, we, <laughs> we use the sword of the spirit, wherever that is, um, and, and we're working in the spirit of power and love and self-control. When we live that way, when we live in that spirit, we get the blessings of that spirit. That's, that is really what I believe. Um, and we get the blessing, for example, of power. The only thing I could think of, this one's a bit battered now, um, the only one I could think of was uh, the refresher, um, I absolutely love refreshers, um, not going to lie. And, and yeah, you get that kind of fizzy power like in your, in your mouth. Um, and in the time that I've, so far in these months that I've kind of given to God, I've, I really have genuinely seen his power um, at our church. I've probably seen maybe six, seven people actually come to faith just over the last couple of months um, in church services, yeah, through kind of, yeah, things that were happening at university, um, people from our church that go to university and running things. That's been so amazing. Um, something that I've really loved doing is uh, I, I get to go into a secondary school uh, two days a week to meet with two students um, who've just got, yeah, who've got different issues, um, some kind of around anger, things that happened in their childhood, um, and then others because they've just been moved around to many different countries. Um, and actually, I've seen God's power in their life, um, God, God actually moving through them. And uh, Alpha... Um, I can see, yeah, got an Alpha course coming up. Uh, but I was able to help run an Alpha course last year. And, yeah, I had this <coughs> kind of, yeah, similar to what you're saying, Cheryl, kind of this testimony of healing. I had somebody, we had someone come along who was the father of uh, um, a girl who plays wheelchair basketball for Great Britain. And um, she, yeah, she got ruptured a tendon. She either yeah, ruptured or pulled a tendon um, in her elbow. And on the week when we were talking about healing, he decided, you know, I'm really going to pray for my daughter. 
Um, and, she was, and she was actually healed um, from that. And it was, yeah, just, yeah, you see God's power, I think, again, when you operate in the spirit, when we make decisions um, in accordance with the spirit. We also see, um, obviously, a love heart. We, we also see, like, God's love um, through, yeah, when, when we operate in his love. Um, so I've, I've definitely been shown so much love over the last, yeah, couple of months. I've been living with various different families from church who've cooked for me as well, which is amazing. It's definitely my love language. I'm not sure if that's how love languages work, but I just love people cooking for me. Um, so, so yeah, I've just massively been blessed that way. Um, and also provision. See, lots of people here have I've been praying for me and supporting me financially as well. And that's just, yeah, and that's been such an amazing encouragement. So, yeah, I want to thank you all for, yeah, your prayers and gifts of all sorts. Um, and all kinds, that's been wonderful and uh, I get to work with young people which I really love doing generally and I've seen the young people in our church grow Uh, last week they helped to lead services and they they helped with the worship um, and welcoming people and I'm just seeing them grow in their faith all the time so that's amazing Uh, and then that last little phrase um, the the other description of the spirit in the passage we're looking at was the spirit of uh, self-control or sound mind. I couldn't think of what sweet, to be honest, represented that. But I can only think of the Palmer Violets because I think the people who go for the Palmer Violets must be like on a diet or trying to avoid all the nice ones. Because um, <laughs> I really don't like these. Um, <laughs> so yeah, uh, I've, I've really learned, yeah, kind of actually, yeah, self-discipline. One of the things that Paul says elsewhere in Scripture is, um, is that God has showed me how to live with a lot and to live with a little. I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Um, and I've definitely learned that. Obviously not kind of having an income necessarily, not having a job or, or a place to stay of my own. As difficult as it obviously is, it's brilliant to actually just rely on God. Um, everything that I have, I feel like, is a gift from God. And, and yeah, and there's a, there's a massive blessing in that for us all. So... Uh, Very simply, I just encourage, um, I try to encourage myself daily, um, and I encourage us all to operate in that spirit. Um, For the big or small decisions that you have to make, maybe for yourself um, or for other people, um, the decisions you have to make about, like, actually whether you're going to use your giftings or if you're going to let them lie kind of dormant, actually make sure that all the decisions that you make um, big or small day to day, that you make them in that spirit of power and of love um, and of a sound mind and self-control. Because when we do that, actually, yeah, we, we get all the blessings that come with that in our life. Um, if I can invite Pastor uh, Michelle to um, hop up. I'm just going to pray for us uh, to close. Um, and during this last song, um, if you would like to, maybe if you're just hungry, but also if you would like to, um, do come and pick up one of these sweets, not necessarily just to eat, but just as a reminder to yourself, maybe in the week, that actually you're making a conscious decision um, to actually operate out of that spirit, operate out of the spirit that God gives us, um, and not the spirit of fear that constricts um, and that stifles us. So, um, I will, I will pray and we'll go into a time of worship. So, would you like to stand, um, maybe? So, uh, Heavenly Father, um, I thank you, Lord, for, for who you are, for the way that you work in our lives. Lord, um, I bless you that you've gifted all of us in so many ways, Lord. And I just really pray that through your Holy Spirit, you'd fan into flame all of those gifts.
Lord, I just pray against um, the spirit of fear in any of our lives, Lord. Um, the spirit that tells us that we, we, we can't do something you're calling us to, Lord, that we can't take that step, we, we can't go to that place, Lord, we can't be the person you're calling us to be. Lord, I pray against all of that. Um, and I pray that we would take hold of the spirit of power and love um, and self-control, Lord, and really advance your kingdom, Lord, wherever we are. Amen.